You're listening to Real Talk with MBK, a podcast designed to raise emotional and relational consciousness. I'm your host, Mary Beth Konis. Real Talk with MBK will regularly cover sensitive topics, so this podcast is for adults only and may contain adult language. Also, Real Talk with MBK is not offering any psychiatric or medical diagnoses. We're here to open up conversation about the beautiful, gritty experience of being human. So if you're ready to awaken your mind and ignite a more creative approach to your life, you're in the right place, and welcome. Okay, yay, we're back for part two of your divine ingredient intuition 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 um before we dive in i want to let you know about two things one if you haven't already please head over to facebook and join my free group called mbk getting conscious um first 20 of 2020 there are videos every day short 3 to 5 minute videos that i post Um, just giving you a new conscious thought to think about and integrate um, into your life to help you start creating the life that you want to live instead of life just happening to you. And then the second thing is, is I have released my first online course and it's part of a series that's coming in the next, I'll finish it up over the next five months, but, um, It's the Unstoppable series, and course one is Discovering Your Authentic Self. So it's about an hour and a half of deep diving into reconnecting to your intuition, hint, hint. Um, Also just learning how to find yourself and build trust with yourself and become an unstoppable powerhouse in your life. So it's really good stuff. I've got links in um, the show notes, as well as everywhere on my social media. So Instagram and Facebook, they are all at Mary Beth Conus. And by the way, that's how you say my last name. It rhymes with bonus. Um, I know that gets really confusing for people and I don't like not knowing how to pronounce people's names. So there you have it. All right, diving in, let's look at some more of this divine ingredient that we have just sitting inside of us, waiting for us to tap into it and use it and become even more unstoppable and incredible humans. So if you haven't listened to part one, I highly encourage you to go back to last week's and listen to that or whatever week you're on. Um, That is episode 10. And um, we left off just discussing why it's important to reconnect and how to get started reconnecting. And I say reconnecting because for, I would say, 99.99999% of adults, there has been some sort of breach in connection with our intuition and listening to that gut instinct. So um, today, in part two, I want to talk about a little bit more in depth about all the benefits that come with keeping a connection with our gut instinct and that divine ingredient. So 
Um, to begin that reconnection, you know, a lot of times I like to go back to my past regrets, mistakes, um, points of shame, things like that. So we have the option and we're always doing one of three things with our past. We're repeating it, opposing it, or integrating it. And when we're repeating it, that's usually an unconscious patterning and it's just, you know, we are um, acting out what we've mod what's been modeled to us. So that'll be from our first family, our parents usually, or caregivers or whoever raised us or whoever we were around the most. Um, and then when we are opposing our past, that is when we're rejecting it and shaming our younger selves for the mistakes we made and things like that. And an example of that for me was that I kept my shame about marrying an abuser very fresh. I chastised myself regularly about it and reminded myself how stupid I was to get into that relationship in the first place and then stay there for 10 years. Um, and I just, it was almost a daily conversation that I had in my head about, yeah, remember how stupid you were. Remember all the red flags that you passed up and you never paid attention to. And remember how naive you were and dreamy and you're never going to do that again and all that. And what that created was a very hard heart, a lot of cynicism. Um, and I wasn't able to be my wholehearted, free-spirited self. So, and then the third option um, of what we're actively doing with our past is integrating it. And with integration, we take the lessons of our past mistakes, failures and successes and whatever, and we um, carry those with us into the future and that becomes wisdom as we make decisions moving forward. But we leave the shame and the regret and um, all the factors of us not knowing what we didn't know, right? A lot of times we like to apply the hindsight wisdom to our younger selves and that is a huge pain point of shame that we self-sabotage and induce on ourselves. So um, that would look a lot like what I was just talking about, um, sitting there and saying, you're so stupid, you were so young, you were naive, you should have known better. And the truth is the only reason I know better now is because of what I lived through and all the mistakes I made. So um, part of integration is accepting your past for exactly what it is because you can't go back and change it and showing yourself compassion for being younger and not knowing what you didn't know. You can't know what you don't know. Um, so show compassion there and then forgive. Forgive yourself for not showing up for yourself, for self-abandoning, for not uh, speaking your truth, using your voice, whatever it was. Um, and then that becomes part of your integration process. And then when you are a fully integrated adult, you are not carrying the shame of your past and having to build walls to protect yourself from repeating those mistakes. Um, 
And you're also not just naively, unconsciously uh, repeating the past and bumping into the same scenarios and pain and hurt and triggers. Um, you're applying the wisdom and you are constructing healthy boundaries and you're following through with those. So intuition is threaded all through the process of integration and um, the way it begins, the way you start doing this and learning to integrate your past and practicing it is when you feel a trigger or a big feeling and um, you sit and you hold space. Holding space is that little chunk of time and energy between something that happen happens, a stimulus, and your reaction. So that space between is the sweet spot. And when you can create space between you feeling triggered, that being the stimulus, and then your response to it, um, that would be you sitting alone, um, kind of working through the feeling and getting curious about yourself and that situation and the trigger and all of that. And, um, becoming aware of why that's triggering you and what you can do moving forward to set a boundary and protect yourself and things like that. Once you're able to hold that space and kind of lengthen that space between the stimulus and your response, this is where you begin to connect and build trust with the intuition part of you. So as you process these triggers and feelings, um, you often and usually um, something will come up from your past of like the first time you felt that feeling or had that breach of um, safety or whatever it is that now this is a this is triggering a threat for you um, and you can look back and see like what your role was and again I'm not talking about fault so in an abusive situation it's not never the victim's fault that they're being abused However, there is um, a responsibility moving forward after that incident or experience. As victims, we have power in how we choose to respond, okay? And sometimes the response is just for you personally, and sometimes it's to use your voice and speak up and bring justice for other people and blah, blah, blah. But let's just say it's personal this time. So for me, my response to the way my marriage played out and the abuse that um, happened was to take responsibility for my role, which was a, a lot of self-abandoning, a lot of denying of my intuition and not speaking my truth and things like that. So what happened was a little bit what I just talked about. I carried a lot of shame for that and created some walls. But as I worked to break down those walls and kind of um, have a more fully expressed version of myself and the softer side of me and forgive myself and heal myself, um, I realized all these different points that I had denied my intuition. As you recognize through your past where you have 
forgotten or released or ignored your intuition, you can integrate that knowledge into what you're building for your future and build trust with your intuition. Okay. So when I look back at my past, I see I denied my gut here in this one scenario when we were dating. And then when we were engaged, um, I thought for a split second about calling off the wedding and postponing it for like six months or a year. Cause I just, I needed more data. Like I had that pull to get more information from this relationship and from him, but I denied it. I shut it down. And I was like, no, that's crazy. I've already sent out the invitations. I'm not going to do that. That would be so embarrassing. Okay. And then there was, um, a couple other ones throughout the first year of our marriage that I just shut down. And so as I was working through the process of forgiving myself of my past mistakes and the regrets I had, I noticed that my intuition was there all along. And that helped me trust moving forward that if I listen to my intuition, it will guide me to my greatest truth and my highest self. And that's very important to just see in your own life experience. So no one else is going to be able to do this process for you. Um, Again, this is what coaching is. It is guiding you through your life path, helping you recognize and helping point out, um, these specific things that are happening. So, um, so I was able to kind of see how my intuition was like these little flags all throughout my course of my life journey and moving forward as I was learning to integrate my past and not have so much shame from it and live freer and happier, Um, I was able to trust that, you know what, if I listen and I tune in to my gut instinct, it's going to guide me toward what I really desire in life and what I really want, even if I don't even consciously know what that is yet. Um, so that's why I call this the divine ingredient of human, of humanity, because it truly is beyond logic sometimes. I I mean, honestly, most times, because we just don't have um, that intellect sometimes or the actual data yet from the experience. So let your intuition guide you. And as you begin to reconnect with it, go to your past regrets and past shame and work through forgiveness and I mean, because that in and of itself is going to be a wonderful um, freeing experience for you. But along that path is when you will take note of how your intuition tried to speak up and tried to guide you, but you shut it down in whatever way. And then the next step is to commit to listening and paying better attention and being more attentive. Be a more attentive carrier of this divine ingredient. Okay. And, um, listen up and, and get, you can do this. Like, I mean, on a daily basis when you're not being triggered relationally or like in any sort of dramatic way with family or tense situations, like this can be just little things like pay attention to different energies in different rooms. If you go into Starbucks and you make eye contact with people, like read energy, pay attention to people's mannerisms and 
um, things like that. And, and this will all help sharpen your, um, that gut instinct and just your awareness of your own safety and, um, what's going on around you. So it's super important to do yourself as well as teach your children how to listen to their gut because kids are actually really freaking good at paying attention to their intuition. And we adults shut them down most of the time and we say, no, no, no. And here's the thing, kids' intuition is like um, on super high alert because they don't have a lot of past experience or fear most of the time that's passed down from what they witness from their adults. So, um, you know, and that's another way you can kind of sharpen your own intuition is to listen to your kids, see how they experience the world. And when they walk into places and things like that, um, you know, sometimes they're super in tune to people who are weird or, um, they notice little things, um, that adults, you know, we just kind of bypass pretty easily. So, we've become more desensitized. Um, so that's another way to help sharpen your intuition, uh, radar. Um, and then, you know, as always find the child appropriate version of what you're learning and teach your kids, share the knowledge to the upcoming generation, because, the quicker they understand the truth that you're learning in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, um, the better off they will be and the next generation will be. So they, if we can pass this information down more quickly, then they don't have to suffer all the ways we did. They can have the emotional intelligence to tackle life more competently. So... Um, it's very important to see how you can pass this along. And, and it also actually helps solidify your knowledge and what you've learned. Um, being able to articulate that to an adult is one thing. Being able to articulate it to a child requires you to kind of um, find all the steps backwards down to point A, like the starting point. Um, so it's kind of cool process to do, and it takes time and energy and consciousness as parents. And a lot of times the mass majority does not want to do that and put that effort into parenting, but it's very worth it. And, um, it just creates a more peaceful home and a more peaceful adolescence and transition for kids into adulthood. So Basically, there's a million reasons to do it and no reasons not to besides it's hard work or tiring. So get over it. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'm not really kidding. You should definitely do what I just said. But um, I would love to hear feedback. So make sure and leave comments on social media and on reviews and give me all your questions and positive feedback. I love hearing it. Um, until next time, guys, I'll see ya. This conversation isn't just for me and you. It's for friends, family, colleagues, and our children. Please spread the enlightenment with your people. If you found this content to be helpful, be sure to leave a favorable review wherever you're listening from. And if today's real talk was really talking to you, 
Send it to a loved one so they can join the conversation. Thank you again for listening and investing in the betterment of you and the world around you.